<laughs> so I started. Yeah, go on, say hello, hello. I knew you were going to go into This is why I don't talk. <laughs> we should actually keep this part. Uh, you know what? I was going to say something, you know, but I thought you have to be the professional don't. guest. Yeah? Say it. All right, man. All right, man. Say it when we're recording. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to another week of Making Sense. Uh, what episode are we on now? 27, 28? 28. You mean 27 or 28? Like 27 last week. I don't know the number, it's one of them. It's 28. Is it 28? Yeah. Already, wow. Um, welcome back again for another week. Uh, this week we're discussing a quite interesting topic, uh, open banking. Um, I don't know that much about it, so I went and got someone who knows a bit, you know. We don't want to feed his ego too much. But <laughs> 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 well, he knows a bit. Okay. <laughs> um... Once, uh, should we introduce ourselves? Yes. Um, yeah, you got Jay here. Yours truly. Kalisha. And Sam. Fine. And, and a special a, guest. By the name of, should we go with your government name? Or do you want a Twitter <laughs> handle? What are we going with? You can do a mix of both. Okay, we're going to go with my, my friend John, aka Mike The John. Almanac, on, on Twitter. <laughs> what, He's probably... What is your name again? The Almanac. What is that? What, what is does that, that mean? Every time it's a book with a lot of information in it. He thinks he's smart. Come on. Come on. Tell <laughs> us. Yes. What does it mean? Let's hear from John. Come on. The funny thing is, Jay knows I'm holding back the retaliation. I think I'm smart. Okay. Yeah, it, I've been waiting um, for a long time to do this. Too. I'll explain to you after. Don't worry. Okay, it's not a podcast for that. Um, <laughs> so, how's everyone's week been? Uh, uh, sun's here, which is good. Yes. Amen. You know, yeah, finally, we have difference. to get my uh, crusty legs out, which is relieving, liberating. Shall I say? Yeah, you toes know. out. Them pins, yeah. Shut up. How do you guys feel about legs. the Arsenal news? Wenger out. It's great news. Probably the best so he's news supposed to be going to a game months. today well, as well. Relax. relax. No, you don't understand. You don't understand. Look, yeah. I do Obviously, understand. we're going to go through a very terrible yes, volatile yeah. 100%, but I'd rather it happens now. Yeah, let's oh, This has gone very serious. Anyway, anyway, that's got nothing I'm to do with the podcast. I'm happy and I'm at the same time. It's the right time for him to go, but, you know. Yeah, of course I'm sad. He changed our club. changed our club, so. But he had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm a rather indifferent Arsenal fan, so it doesn't really matter much. To no, to real before I, I to before we proceed with <laughs> yes. the introduction of what we're going to do, our, our famous, famous section. Um, please remember, guys, as usual, um, we're not here to give you any direct investment advice. Everything you hear that we discussed is food for thought. If you are going to invest, make sure you do your research. You know what you're getting yourself into. Read the small print. Make sure you're fine with the level of risk and whoever you're giving your money to because we are not liable at yes, all. Yes, sir. At all. Basically, listen to what we say, but if it goes wrong, then it wasn't then our fault. It was our fault. That's exactly how it goes. Don't give your lawyer our name. Yes. So as we kind of did a brief introduction, so we are joined by a very special guest, uh, John. Uh, we'll call you John today. We won't call you the Almanac. That sounds a bit cringe. Unless yeah. you want us to call you the Almanac. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I've known John for some time now. We used to work together. Um, we've gone through quite a bit of the uh, career journey together, so uh, you know he knows me pretty well from that standpoint, anyway. And others, we used to live together as well, right? Yep, yep. that was interesting times. <laughs> um, all three of us, including Sam. Yes, um, I was there too. Good time. So um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, you want to explain a bit about yourself and uh, kind of what you're going to be adding to the conversation today? Yeah, sure. So currently, I work in the digital space, quote unquote, which is a bit of a cliche comment, but. My official role is digital product owner. And what I'm employed to do is help businesses build online uh, presences, basically. Mm -hmm. And that's just not building a web page. You have to understand what product you're going out with and what the user journey is going to be like. Um, Mm -hmm. So in that respect, I have to really keep an eye on 
everything that's sort of happening digitally and understand what it is. Um, and I just, as you know me, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to that stuff. Um, so I just like to know what's happening in that space, what's going on. And then a couple of years ago, I decided to undertake uh, an MBA, which is a master's in business. Um, and as part of that, I had to do a dissertation and I chose to do my dissertation on initiative that's coming up called Open Banking. Can mm. I you telling me about this back then? Probably even before then, I think. Before yeah, the yeah, MBA, you yeah. may have mentioned it to me. Yeah, so I knew about it and I saw it was coming. And as I said to you, I mean, I, I throw a lot of things your way. That, yeah, um, way too much. More than I care to take, <laughs> but yeah. it's helped. It has. Um, so when I was deciding what to write my dissertation on, etc., it just um, ran it past a couple of people. Ran it past one of the lecturers who specialised in sort of digital digitization. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, this would be a really good thing for yeah. to talk about. So. And, and I think it's a very, very uh, relevant topic to cover right now, especially with what's happening with Facebook and Cambridge Analytica around mm. data. And I think you'll come on to this a bit yeah, later yeah. on. So one of the questions, uh, one of the things we'll talk about, some of the pitfalls or something mm. like this. And um, so, yeah, we'll cover that. Yeah. Later. Cool. So, should we go in with our first set of questions? Yeah. Okay, so the first and obvious question is, what is open banking? So effectively, open banking is a framework or sorts or mechanism for which will allow retail customers, so you and I, and small businesses Mm. to share their information, their financial uh, information a lot wider than it is at the moment. So to kind of put that into practical terms, if you think about all the financial institutions that your customers have at the moment, it's all very individual. So if you have, for argument's sake, uh, you know, a Barclays account, you, you went to Barclays, entered your information there, and that's it. Yeah. If you have a credit card with Capital One, you went over there, entered your credit card, details of Capital mm-hmm. One, so on and so forth. Then talk about loans, mortgages, investments, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. You yeah. might have a Hargis Lansdowne account. Or any other equivalent type of business <laughs> accounts. I can't remember any other names off the top of my head. Fidelity. I use HR. <laughs> Fidelity, there you go. Um, so, so open banking, um, without getting too technical, is basically a mechanism of framework that allows you to share the information you have in those institutions with what they call third party providers, mm. right? Um, with, with the, with the aim of, uh, opening up uh, innovation and competition and the way it came about was the competition and markets authority looked into the banking sector and i'm sure you've heard anecdotally after the crash etc the banks are too big to fail mm. there's not enough competition etc and mm. they said well look new banks can't come in this market and and grow uh, and people aren't able to easily compare products etc so how can we fix this you know what's an easy way of doing this and they found that actually if you open up the data um to third parties uh, then people will be able to build innovative products that would help me and you shop around, uh, be able to access our information a bit easier, make better decisions about where we where we do things, etc. Mm. So that's that's the whole premise behind behind open banking. Yeah, and it's an interesting one because I think it gives you the convenience uh, to manage your financial commitments across various platforms. Right? Yes, I'm seeing some skepticism. <laughs> what's, what's, what's an example of a third party? So, okay, a, a very good example is. Um, an ag- uh, a sort of a financial aggregation app, right? So if you think of the example I just gave you, yeah. you've got all these different accounts at different places. Today, you have to go on each of those individual companies' apps or websites yeah. to have a look at what your balance is, where your okay. transactions are, etc. Mm. Somebody, well, a few people now, is going to build an app that says, all right, um, if you give me permission to access your data, these individual institutions, and I'll make you effective what's a dashboard. So you go yeah. to one place. So like a compare.com. 
but for your uh, yes, yeah, but the thing with competitor come, you're going there to sort of actively look to buy new products. This mm. is just saying actually on your day to day management, just yeah. log in here okay. quickly. See your balance for your credit card, for your loan, your okay, mortgage. Okay. So, so all of my personal financial exactly. will be in one place. All in one place. place. Yeah, all in one place. And that's just one obvious use case of it. There's other there's other other things you could do with it, but that's 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 the that's the the idea. So what what open banking seeks to do is say, here's a standard way of accessing people's information. Yeah. So, so standardize that, mm. which helps with security, consistency, all this kind of stuff. And then guys, uh, you can become an official third party provider basically run with it. So whatever idea you can think of that you could help people with the data or products you can make using the data, then then that's fine. But I think what they wanted to do is establish a standard to give people confidence. Yeah. And then, you know, what you don't what you don't want is the fragment well, you don't want it fragmented again. So if you don't put a standard piece in, I'll go and find a way to access people's data in one way. Then Jay might go and find another way. And then you might go find another way. Mm. And then it all happens again. Mm. So maybe okay. John's way is better than Jay's way. Maybe Jay's way is better than Sam's way. Maybe Sam charges and I don't, etc. So they said, right, let's do this head on. This is the one standard. Okay. It's an yeah. open banking standard. Um, you know, and there's a technical standard about it, which I won't go into because no one cares about that. Um, <laughs> but for the customer, when they go and interact with all these different people, they'll see the same sort of thing, get asked right. the same sort of questions. Yeah. Who sets that standard way? So the Competition and Markets Authority pulled together sort of an open banking steering group, mm. which involved all the different parties from the sector. So some people from banking, some people who would probably work in a data provider space, some some new startups, people like Monza, etc. Mm. Can't remember exactly mm. if Monza are on that steering committee, but um so so they said, Well look, we know what needs to happen, but we're not the experts. So they so they pulled together a steering group to kind of set the standard, yeah. etc. And it's it's open literally to the point where you can download the standard. You can go on the website and download it and it'll tell you what how the APIs and all that stuff should be set up. Exactly. But that's probably some technical paper, right? Or um, It's partly technical, but even if you just read the first two pages, it gives an overview of what they're trying to achieve. So it's good from that respect. Is it going to become compulsory? Uh, you... Well, it is already compulsory. So, so huh? yeah. Which has been a good thing and a bad thing. So uh, I think, so, so, well, compulsory in the sense of the, 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 the big banks and the big institutions, they were set a deadline of January of making the data available. Mm. So the, you know the standard now. Mm do the work and make the data available for third-party providers. How quickly the market picks that up and produces products for me and you is another story. Okay. But they knew, they made it voluntary, said, guys, let us know when you're going to do it. Obviously, the banks would, not, I don't want to say obviously, but conveniently, it'll probably take in some banks longer than others, etc. So they put a hard line in the sand and said, by this date, make sure the data is available. Um, it might be limited functionality or not be as expensive as they want, but by that date, if I'm a third-party provider, I should be able to draw information using open banking standard which mm. they did and it was january the 13th or something like that um and as far i've not read anybody coming up short or failing or anything like that so that was a deadline they were working to i interviewed a, a few people from other station and they said that's what's happening so okay so cool. it's mandatory for the for the institutions to provide their data it's not mandatory for you to have to use it i think is that the question you're asking is it mandatory for for mm-hmm. us to use it yeah no 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 not at all not at all mm. not at all Okay. So you can. Okay. Cool. Well, I think yeah, we'll have some more questions later. Yeah. Okay. So next question is, how does it all work? Right. So (laughs) I'm going to do this from a consumer point of view. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Please. Not a technical point of view. So um, I'll use the same use case that we talked about earlier in terms of an app that sort of brings all your financial information to one place. Literally, um, all that will happen is you will go to one of these apps that wants to access your data. 
And I'll talk about exactly what data they access in a bit. Um, and they will take you to said provider's website or portal, etc., where you will log in. It's a bit like, um, to, to use a simple example, when you go to a company on app now and it says you can sign in with Facebook. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit like that. So okay. if you want to bring in your NatWest, your Barclays, your Capital One, and your mortgage from, from Halifax, for each of those ones, it'll probably take you to a NatWest page. You'll log in with all your details and confirm, yes, I want to use, you know, the Making Sense Aggregation app. That's okay, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So it's ma- very, you can very simply just, <clears throat> the when you go to the product you're using, they will direct you to the original provider. You log in and confirm, and that's that. So from a, from a consumer point of view, it's literally that simple. And then if you're not entirely sure who these people are, are they regulated to do this? Mm. The FCA have a handy register. You know, you just go to the page and everybody who is a uh, registered third-party provider is there. Um, I checked yesterday. There's only 25 companies on there at the moment. Oh, okay. Which tells you how new yeah. it is. There's mm. a couple of, one or two people on there. You guys might recognize clear score, et cetera. Okay. Um, mm. I can hazard a guess of what their use case is as well. But um, but that's that's how it works from a consumer point of view. The technical bit is a little bit different. Yeah, um, I was reading about that this morning. Um, but I don't know if you guys want to get into that a so little bit. So that the technical bit, as in, is that from the aspect of the banks or the firms? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And how the data is shared. Oh, yeah, okay, and how cool. the data is shared, etc. Okay. Um, yeah. But effectively, as I said, the standard mm. in terms of how that data is collected uh, and moved around yeah. has been defined. Yeah. Um, so we can just say... From the other side, <laughs> the banks make the data available. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so whoever, hold, whoever holds your financial information or you have a product with, yeah. holds your information, has to share it okay. once you give the information to the third party provider. But the third party needs your authority okay. first, right? 100%. And that explains the journey why you, you, know, you go to that, you go to their products, and this is generally what happens, and then you, whilst you're in that product, you will go to your financial um, okay. institution whilst you're doing all that so there's a clear trail that actually yeah. you know you did so this, this is basically what um dashboard does right yeah that, yeah 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 personal finance app. yeah but the way it does it yeah will be different mm. to how it's done now so oh, a lot okay. of those apps you use what's called screen scraping technology right. right so you would go in you would um enter your login uh and password that's exactly system. what i did and it will literally go to the page and read the page electronically and bring the information back, which is great, but um, it's only reading the information. It doesn't have the actual data. Okay. So to draw insight from that, <coughs> excuse me, to draw insight from that and to be able to manipulate and, and give you value out of that, you know, is it's not it's going to be hard. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So moving on. So, um, Outside of quality, the obvious, what would you say the benefits of open banking would be to the consumer? So I think to the consumer, um, there's quite a few benefits, but they're double-edged swords. Glisha's mm. uh, uh, looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so first and foremost, you know, as with everything today, ease of use, you know, to be able to 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 access all of your pan- financial products and basically your financial life mm. very quickly in one place would be good for a lot of people mm. as you guys have discussed you know one of the main reasons you guys have come together is because a lot of people don't really have clear visibility on their financial mm. life mm. um which means they have a sort of a little bit of a lack of control over it etc yeah, yeah. um and 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 not to talk about the underlying products not everyone understands them mm. in the first place right so to to for the average person the, the everyday person um to be able to just have a look at their whole financial life in one place will be good 
Um, and all the stuff that people can build from this could be great, right? So a great example is they will know um, some of the data they'll have, they'll know what the interest rate on your loan is. They'll know how long it's left. They'll know what your balance is. They might be able to come and say, well, look, you know, um, you're you're paying 10% interest on that £5, the loan balance you've got left. Yeah. If you go and get this your £5 elsewhere, now it will be 6% and it will cost X amount of money yeah. without you having to go to look at a compared to market. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. That so I, of stuff. Yeah, I can see yeah, immense it. use cases for this kind yeah, of stuff yeah. in terms of managing like your, your your expenses, kind of like your insurance, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, exactly. real time information as to where you can get cheaper deals, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's a good point. Sorry, yeah. I, well, another point. I've made it seem like it's all about current accounts, loans, etc. All of that is included. Yeah, insurance, so your house mm, insurance, yeah. your car insurance, you could literally have it all in one place. All financial commitments. Have a quick look. And this is where people like myself come in because then we have to say, okay, fine. How do we now use this use case in the best way, in a way that different types of people want to use it? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, use my mom an example. Does she want to log on and see one long list of everything? Probably not. You probably have to build a user journey that kind of says, okay, this is all your finance, your personal finances, yeah. your insurance products, or your whatever. Um, but I think the number one, anything that increases transparency for people in their sort of financial life is a plus for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, anything that means people can have better, quicker, more frequent access to the entirety of their financial life is a plus for me. Mm. Um, and and like I said, there will be very, very powerful things that people will build out of this. And I just think it just means that stuff is being built for the customer mm. yeah. in terms of helping them uh, manage their financial life, not just to help them you know, getting more debt or or to help the bank sell another product, etc. People will now be building stuff financially for us. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bit a bit sort of where the fintech started, um, with people like Monzo, etc. You know, they're building things to make it easier for us, but yeah. It's still there's still yeah, It's all it. about convenience these days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%, any that's... process a bit more convenient, yeah. people probably buy it. So. Mm. And, and anything that's the the more important things, they should be the first in the convenience list. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's doing your money and financial life, they should be the things you make convenient first. first. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're getting there. So the other side of that double-edged sword, what would be the dangers? That's what I've been waiting for, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to so, hear so, this. So the obvious danger is the data. So mm-hmm. once again, without being repetitive, let's go back to the use case I talked about the example. You know, your data is leaving four or five different people to go to this one point. Possibly. Mm. That's if you only use one product, one open banking product, right? There's a situation where, you know, there could be three or four different open banking products, okay? So, so your information is going from these places to one or two different places. If someone hacks that, and I'm not an expert in hacking or information security, but logic would say, now, if I need all your financial information, etc., I have need to hack somewhere where you saved it all, or these are all my passwords, mm-hmm. or I need to hack those places individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people argue I just need to hack your computer because you've been to all those places anyway. But that's that's fine. Now I can just hack One the aggregation place. place. Yeah. yeah. So you know, and someone will probably comment or or write on Twitter. Well, you know, join this APIs. They're not going to store it locally. Blah blah blah. I get that. But just from simple one plus one equals two point of view, that's a that's an immediate danger that says, well, hold on, mm-hmm. I've got all these things separately now. And that's one good thing about separation, actually. If you're going to steal it, you have to steal it all separately. Yeah. yeah. Now it could all be in one place. The other thing is privacy. And I know the yeah. two sometimes are put together, but slightly separate here. So companies are now going to have not just spending information about you. So it's one thing knowing each line of what 
someone has spent. Mm. But the view you can form from that is pretty dangerous. Yeah. So they will have your spending habits. They will know things about you, like I don't know, um, your political affiliations. What? Yeah, because if you if you donate money to a political party, you'll come yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, if if you you can imagine that not it's not always going to be legitimate people that that are trying to build these products, right? So mm. if you send money to to certain people or certain individuals, that will come up. So there's a privacy issue here. How much? data or how much can people are people allowed to draw from your information and yeah. we've seen it before i was only for this purpose and here we are today with facebook mm. you know where a social networking app has been used to influence elections, elections. Yeah. you know more so, than one uh, you know um and i'm um, being really far out there and i'm not conspiracy theorists you can imagine a day where the open banking thing is now used for crime and law prevention or the home yeah. office when mm-hmm. they use it. Yep, or, yep, yep. For people on benefits as well, because then they'll be able to see everything. Right. Your spending, all your spending habits, yeah. how much money you do actually, actually have. Do you go. need benefits yeah. and stuff yeah, like that? That's where it could be a bit. Yeah. So so logically, you say, well, that's good. You shouldn't be lying about that, right? But, but at the same Get time... Your, rob this England. Well, <laughs> 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 she said that, not me. Um, Kalisha's comments are... <laughs> <laughs> hers alone. We, we've done a disclaimer already, so it's good. Yeah, and I guess... There's an extension of that as well. So, you know, if I hacked into your computer or your phone, I would still need to go to two or three different places to get some stuff. Obviously, you'd have security on a specific app. Mm-hmm. But if I was able to get into that as well, yeah. everything's in one place. I can do stuff, etc. So, so the two, there's a few other technical bits, etc. But for me, the two biggest thing is the data mm-hmm. and the privacy. And we're in a place now where people are very skeptical of both of those things yeah, when it comes yeah. to the internet, etc. Completely. Yeah. Uh, and people are skeptical um, of banks full stop, mm. right? So you kind of got the balance there. People are skeptical of banks, so they might run towards new products. People are very skeptical of data and privacy and where this could possibly mm. lead. So so I think those are the two biggest things for me. Um, and and yeah, we'll see how that affects the take up of the, of the success of open banking. Are cryptos covered underneath this? Because I'd imagine, you yeah, know, most people. Would I don't do. see why not. I don't see why not. So if you think about some of the crypto mm. uh, markets and places where you have accounts that show how much currency you hold in different ways, yeah. And the funny thing is, actually, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I, for example, I have an app that tells me all the different <coughs> cryptos I own, a bit like a portfolio yep, kind yep, of thing, yep. and that's effectively what Open Bank is trying to do for mm. the rest. So there's almost they're, they're all catching up. They're trying to catch up, but yeah, as long as you can get approved as a third party provider and. Mm. Uh, customer wants to share that information in whatever product then I don't see why cryptos would be that's yeah, interesting because I imagine that, you know if you're someone who's worried about privacy you know there are privacy coins in the crypto space Monero is one of them so I'm wondering if that will happen people just try and get around it with that I'm not too sure how it works but you can see from my face mm-hmm. you can see from my face that <laughs> what you don't that I was about to say how does that relevant or oh sorry um, no in terms of in terms of privacy, oh, yeah, even yeah. knowing your balances, with, yeah. with privacy coins, no one can track it. Oh. Exactly. And that's what they're designed for, for people that want to keep their monetary balances private. Yeah, but if I put my Kalisha hat on, then, yeah. then, that, then if no one knows <laughs> mm. when you steal it, no one will know mm. who stole it or where it went, etc. But that's a, that's a comment for another day. But yeah, so the, the big, the big, big thing, <laughs> the big, big thing is data and privacy. And, you know, it's, it's no small thing. And people are very, understandably, so very, very precious about you know, their financial information and how it's used and, and who can see it. Yeah. Can I just throw a question in here? Sorry. 
stepping away from the script speaking about privacy you know there's some employees that want to know certain information about your finances before they employ you does this mean that if they can see one section they're going to get to be able to see everything no so i can imagine a i can imagine a situation where so at the moment what they say is you're going to be able to give people uh information to your transaction data Mm. and things like that um this is where this is where people need to work a few things out I don't see, they're going to have to tell you why they're looking at your information, but yeah. I don't see there'll be a situation where they might get to a point where you can say, only show them these bits yeah. of my transaction. But, but that's a, that's a, that's a use case where people will be concerned and say, okay, now when you want to join a job, so getting credit check for a role is more prevalent now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Open banking, credit checking and sort of, uh, uh, fraud detection and stuff mm. is another use case for open banking. So there could be a situation now where, um, because the the sort of credit check is richer, mm. they'll be able to check how much you've earned, etc., all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think. Sorry, long answer to your question. Possibly, possibly, possibly. yeah, yeah. And we'll get to a point where I mean, I've had a job before where they wanted to see my payslips from my previous job before I joined. You don't have to give that, by the way, people. But well, why is that to see how much you were earning? Or yeah, yeah. To basically oh. verify how much I said I was earning, yeah, etc. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do that. The conversation we had was none of your business, but not everyone's yeah, going to do yeah, that. They're going to, yeah. they're going to. You're going to feel that you have your know to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They usually ask HR. They tell you they're going to ask your old HR. No, but yeah, but HR aren't allowed to give that. They're not allowed to give that information unless you say so. Yeah, unless, unless, you, yeah. unless you allow them. Right? Yeah, and then when you're getting offered for a new job, and someone says, "Can I have these things, please?" Most of the time, you're not going to say no. Yeah, exactly. Right? You feel like it's uh, conditional. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, that's 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 a very good point. That's mm. a, that's somewhere where, and this is where people will raise the privacy flag and say. Well, hold on. This is not what I wanted to yeah. make it Because I can imagine that if you're purchasing services and you know that on record you look good, they might say, well, just, we can just view everything. Yeah. If all is fine, yeah. it's, it's more beneficial for us to see everything, know everything's well, give you the service, which is going to work if you're every, on paper, everything looks good. But what about the people that are a bit sketchy? Yeah, good. And yeah. one thing I think, which is not necessarily black and white, it's not technical, et cetera. Mm. I can see a situation where people are making sort of a higher level qualitative uh, sort of assessment of you so 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 Absolutely. the credit check is fine but bro he spends a lot on I don't know betting exactly or yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he spends a lot of money on takeaway do, do is that gonna be a problem for our medical like, insurance do you know, mm-hmm. do you know I think that's where the future's <laughs> yeah. going anyway yeah yeah I really think they're gonna have these unofficial sources to just look you look into you because even now right mm. once say you're getting a job someone from HR can just look at your Facebook yeah, yeah. they can just 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 ch- just check it, see if they're on it, if it's open. But to be fair, they do say they will. People don't read terms and conditions, but they will say we're going to do a social media search. I mean, a lot of the oh, high end right. institutions they do a seven year social media search. Oh my gosh! I mean, and I've banged on about this for years, and Jay knows what I do to kind of get around that. But um, <laughs> they use the same email. Um, but but yeah, they do that now, right? So so. Things like that, and without being a conspiracy, but you can see that that's yeah. that's the kind of stuff. I, that mean, I just think yeah. that's where their future is heading. Yeah, yeah. Where... But the key for me in that is tell people that because if if you go online now, and I'm sure you, yeah, I'll send you some links so you guys can put in the notes. Mm. Everything is about it's great for you as a consumer. Yeah. It mm-hmm. makes things yeah. easier. Yep. You know, um, we're putting the banks to task, etc. Nowhere would they say, well, some of the things that we're going to try and combat is the stuff you said. You know, too much and uh, sort of mining of your data, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. They won't talk about it because it's part of PR, but this is where people, I think, get a little bit angry. If you actually said, well, look, 
um, obviously in light of the data and privacy, these are the things we'll try and combat against. We'll put laws in to make sure people can't do that. So maybe they will say, actually, guys, employers, you can't use open banking in that way. Yeah, you can yeah. only use it for a basic credit check to see if they are fit for fit yeah. for the job or whatever. They might just put that stop in. But history tells us that they'll have to wait for a scandal first before yeah. they then do that. Yep. And so, there's always ways around those. Well, of anyway. course, of course, of course. Yeah. Okay, so who can use open banking? Is it open to everyone? As yeah, so uh, it's literally... So there's two sides to this. Who can use open banking as a, as a consumer? At the moment... Um, they talk about it in terms of any any sort of retail customer, so me, you know, me and you, um, and small businesses as well. So we haven't talked too much about that, but for example, you know, area that you, you used to work in, Jay, in terms of um, accounting software, things like that. So small businesses could could give companies like that mm. um, access to their transaction data to you know do tax returns, all that kind yeah. of stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they're focusing a lot of a lot on retail customers. Um, uh, to empower them to make better choices in terms of products, etc., and also small businesses, anything that can that can sort of move and help small businesses uh, onwards as well. And then from the other side of that, third party providers. So anybody can register to become a third party provider to start using this standard to develop new products and being sort of innovative things to people. Um, of course, there'll be some checks and, and mm. to go through some stuff. So that's what they want. They want more companies coming into the party to do new things um, and then they want sort of us guys to have feel like we've got more choice and and, and, and able to pick uh, products with a bit more information effectively. Mm. Cool. And um, are there any charges? Uh, the easy answer is no. So upfront using it, um, a lot of companies will be providing the services for free. Possibly, you know, initially that's what it looks like simply because um, any of the products that you end up purchasing through them they'll probably get a referral fee etc or something so the more accurate answer is yes because <laughs> the price of that will be baked into the price yeah, you pay for yeah. the product yeah. however i can imagine some people saying well you know what we're not going to do that pay us 10 pound a month or 15 pound mm. a month whatever mm, and it. we'll do all this for you and you will know that we're not pushing things to you on an advice basis blah blah blah, blah etc mm. so it could become a unique selling point yeah, for some people so that goes back to the transparency issue right there you go. It's okay to do all of that, but just say you're doing just it. Just say you're exactly. doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that um, so Monzo, for example, they're very clear about. We want to be the place where, mm. you know, you come and check your balance, but you can get all your other products in. Mm. And how we're going to make money is that the people you buy products from are going to pay us. Mm. I've seen the CEO say that himself. So some people are very clear about it, and yeah. that's fine. It's good. That's fine. Can I ask? Sorry, no, go on. <laughs> you know, you meant so talking about charges, right? And mm. we mentioned earlier about there being advertisements about how you can get better interest rates yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. so say if i was on whatever percent and i could go and move over to this one yeah. who would benefit from me switching over is the owner of the platform good question gonna get some sort of so so cut? so the headline yeah. is that you benefit because mm-hmm. you've been able to quickly and easily see that you have a choice yeah and now you are um paying less for your loan etc etc in that in that situation I would imagine that free people benefit yeah. yourself, the platform provider, yeah. because they should get some kind of fee for you signing up to that loan or with that new product yeah. through them. And of course, your new loan provider. Yeah. Because now yeah. you as a customer didn't have before. Yeah. So, so everyone's happy, right? In but theory, then that, yeah. That kind theory. of challenges all of the providers to make sure that their rates are competitive. Because right, this is it. And, and that, that's the whole premise, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the whole premise. And they're saying, so if I gave you free bank accounts now mm. with a list of features, 
could you quickly compare them to make a, a, a decision you're comfortable in, in in which bank account's better or whether it's better than the one you've got now quickly probably not and you need a certain level of exactly. expertise yep um and what they're saying is actually you know these some of these decisions are so important now we shouldn't have to have basically mini experts. Everyone should have to be a mini expert yeah. to decipher all the very different information, etc. So, so the whole idea is this makes it simple and easy, not only to access your information, but mm. to kind of understand it yeah. and say, so, you know what, I need a new loan or I need a new bank account. Or I need a. Sorry. So, would open banking affect comparison sites like Money Supermarket and stuff like that? It will, it will enhance them. So, so it, it basically what they've been doing for quite a while. Mm. Um, but it makes it easier. It opens it up a bit. So, money supermarket is a good example. You go in there. You have to enter in all your information again, mm. right? And you know, one thing you find out working in these spaces, people don't even know all their own information, yeah. right? And then, so you have to all that, enter all that information again. Then they go off and and bring back all this information. But if you go to each individual site, what have you got to do? You've got to enter your information again, probably, right? Or each individual person has to do another credit check, etc. You can imagine a use case where all that's already done. Yeah. I already know all your stuff. I already know who you are. I know what you earn. I know whether it's gone up or down. People can't mm. inflate it, can't can't reduce it, all that kind of stuff. When it brings back results, they can probably say, right, we've already pre-credited you. These are the ones you get accepted for. Forget these ones you didn't get accepted mm. for, them, et cetera. Whereas today, if you go on Money Saving Expert or those kind of people, you have to enter your information again on those sites mm. because of data rules, et cetera. Yeah. So it's long. It's, you know, you could, it could cut it down to a third of the time. Yeah. So is there any way for, for individuals to opt out of having their information shared? Yeah, um, because your information only gets shared once you start using that product. So it's not a, uh, it's not a free flow of data mm. and then you just take out chunks of it if you saw them. It's not a stream. It's literally a, hi, NatWest, I'm using you know, Jay Finance. Got you. App. Got you. Can you give Jay Finance <coughs> app my information? Please? Got you. Got you. Got you. That's got that's you. how it works. Got you. So, so um, this is why I said that the take up of it is going to be very interesting, considering the current climate. Yeah. You know, um, and when I interviewed one of the um, gentlemen that was an open bank steering group, he said to me he's like, John, the reality of this is, look, this is all very well and good, and it sounds amazing and stuff, but you have to think about it. Number one, there's apps that are already doing it now. Yeah. And people had to trust those apps. So they've put all their parcels in, et cetera. So, so like the one you've got. The right? dashboard, yeah. Right. So imagine they came out to you tomorrow and said, oh, I need you to enter it all again because we're doing it a different way. Yeah, that's wrong. You'd be like, what? Mm. What do you mean? Why? Yeah. And I said to him, well, but in the big team of things, that's quite small. He says, yeah, you say that, but if you've got a million customers, you know, if X percentage of them don't want to do that, especially with what people think about that, then you might have a bit of a problem. The other thing is as well, is that um, where the banks were forced to a hard deadline, you know, to be honest, the big banks are probably the ones that have got a bit of a head start. We trust them already. Yeah. If NatWest mm-hmm. or Barclays or your incumbent <coughs> uh, bank account provider comes and says, hi, mate, I can go and get all your other stuff for you quick and easy. I'll be honest, I can speak for myself anecdotally. I would probably do that because mm. you've already got my data already. Uh, your big bank, something goes yeah, wrong. Super convenient. I can see yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, but because they they had that hard deadline and they were working so hard to make the stuff available the framework available to everyone else, they haven't, they hadn't even had time or the resources to now say, this is what we're going to do. So actually the take up of it is going to be Got a bit you. slow, I, I think. And we've seen that. So like I said, I looked at the register today, there's only 25 registered third party providers. It's April. Yeah. So who are the third party, third party providers involved? 
Um, so it's not a, it's not a finite list. It's just anybody who wants to make an application or a product using open banking. So when I looked on the, on the, on the register, I didn't recognize most of them. When I went on their website, there were sort of backend technology companies. So it seemed as if they're preparing to do it. Mm. But ClearScore was one, um, who we all know. If you don't know what ClearScore is, ClearScore is effectively an app that will give you your credit score for free in inverted commas. Mm -hmm. But their business cases, of course, when they show you your credit score, they will show you products that are relevant to your credit score. So if Mm -hmm. you've got a lower credit score, they might show you some of the subprime stuff. If you've got a higher credit score, et cetera. Uh, and I, I, I use ClearScore simply because I wanted to see how you use. I'll be using it for like it for, for a year or so. Yes, and what happens is you'll get emails saying, Hey, we've got, o- your, your credit yeah. score has changed. We've got offers applicable yeah, to you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 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 So I wasn't surprised to see them on there. Um, and who else? A place called Money Hub. The name seems quite self-explanatory. I kind of went on their website. Same thing. Aggregate data. Um, we can pull it all together for you in one place, et cetera. And the other, the other use case for this is sort of, what we call B2B, business to business. So you can imagine, um, you know, credit checking agencies. So if I'm Experian, et cetera, open bank could make their credit checking a bit more uh, accurate, mm-hmm. could be quicker. At the moment, credit credit checking has a bit of a latency to it. You know, there's a few yes. ways around it, you know, <coughs> yeah. um, which I won't talk about because I don't want to encourage any <laughs> nonsense. But uh, so, so, yeah, there's also a, a, a B2B thing here, which which might mean open banking gets a big take up, mm. but not necessarily for us, the consumers. Yeah. So you can imagine a lot of businesses using it to better their processes. I can imagine. So the the guy I interviewed, he has a data company that helps all these companies. Mm. So you could that. So that area of things might sprout up, a lot yeah. of money and business might build. But if we don't <coughs> want to start using those apps or we don't feel confident in it, then uh, then what it was intended for, what the headlines are intended for, um, might not be achieved. Uh, uh, and recent history. Um, so I don't know if you guys, the current account switching service, mm-hmm. where they said, oh, you know, one of the reasons why people don't switch current accounts is because of all the direct debits, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They put that in. Um, and when I was doing my dissertation, I checked the stats. Uh, and it's basically no one's had anyone's. It's, it's performed poorly. Yeah. Right? Um, so so we'll see how many people actually use it um, and, and, and whether it's as great for the consumer as they want you to think. Mm. I think people use it because it seems convenient. But I think the fact that it's one standardized format yeah. will gain people's trust. Because with apps, you have to choose which one you like, look at the ratings, listen to your friends or word of mouth. Mm. I think when something's just put in front of us by the government and there's one standard way, we trust it. Yeah. Because so, it's a standard. So, sorry. So, a bit clarity on that. When I say format, I mean in terms of how you technically go and get the information and bring mm. it back. How all the apps will look and how the information is presented to you, oh, that's not standard. Okay. But in terms of... In terms of compatibility, so what you won't have is you won't have, um, let's say you pick Jay's money app, you won't have a situation where it says, well, if you're with Barclays or you're with Capital One, you can't use our app because we don't yeah. use their standard okay. or we don't use their yeah. format. Okay. It's more so, of a technical thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just oh, let's have a standard okay. format because we don't want that sort of fragmentation again. But then still, again. Yeah. the stuff that as a consumer you see, it can't be too different, right? It's still, or is it? Um... What tends to happen is someone will do a good one yeah. and a lot of people will follow. Mm, okay. That's that's what happens. So that's why a lot of your online or your digital application stuff look the same um, because someone someone did a good one. Someone did one that worked and, and everyone followed. And then someone else will think, oh, let me do something a bit different. And Of course. Of course. Cool. So, okay. Fine. So, uh, 
That was a good one. So That's a very good one. Is there any <coughs> other information? Yeah, I think maybe for people that are new to this topic, uh, as we are, I maybe even yeah. newer than yeah, us, yeah. right? Um, what do you think are the key takeaways, do you think? or And then also, when do you think we may start seeing it in real life? Mm. So I think the key takeaways are, um, you know, there is now going to be a way for you to see your entire financial mm. life, as I call it, mm. yeah, uh, in one nice, easy place. Um, th- there's an effort to make all that information uh, a bit easier for you to digest and scrutinize so you can make better decisions for yourself. Uh, excuse the skepticism in my voice. And, um, <laughs> um, and lastly, I think, you know, whilst I'm being skeptical about it, it, it has opened up for a lot more companies to come in the space and, and, and help the average person out. So I think that's good. Um, sorry, what was the other part you asked me? Just when do you think we might start seeing a real uptake? Do you think? How long's a piece of string? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, as much as I think it's a great idea, so from a, from a sort of a nerdy point of view, I think it's great. I think it's about time someone did something, you know, um, how likely it is that, um, how quickly pe- things are going to come to light. I don't, I don't honestly don't know. Like I said, there's a few early mm. people have come out. Um, you know, Money Hub is one example, etc. But um, where are we now? April. It's anyone's guess. You know, six months maybe. Six mm. months to to a year. Yeah, okay. I, I'll have a deeper look because what I've been looking at is for any early apps or any beaters or anything like that. If there are, I'll, I'll forward to you guys. You guys can put it in, cool. in the show notes and that. Good. Um, Speak. Sorry. Speaking of apps, mm. are there any ones that are can be used now that are going to be similar to what we're going to see when this is rolled out? Uh, so. What France is, sorry, what did you say? Dashboard. Dashboard, yeah. yes. So that's something kind of similar. Yeah. When I mentioned Money Hub, um, those are the couple I know about. I'll find out some other ones for you. And, yeah. and, and, and I think these use sort of the older sort of screenscape technology, et cetera. Mm. But, but yeah, it'd be good to have a look at those as screenshots and just see what we're talking about. Like I said, if anyone could imagine, um, uh, maybe like you said, for compare the market, that sort of layout. But it's all your different financial products, mm. etc. Then, then, then that's probably where they're trying to go. Banks can't be happy about this at all. Um, <laughs> well, I suppose unless they get in on it, and no, they're not. That from from you know people that didn't want to be quoted when I was uh, I used to previously work for one of the big five, and they didn't want to be quoted. They weren't happy. They weren't happy at all because their customers' data is one of the things yeah. that that they kind of hold precious. But at the same time, like I said, with one of those guys produces one of these applications or one of these products mm. they know that their own customers are more likely to use theirs yeah anyway. of course so they have to get, their, they get their skates on but they're not great at innovation and they're not quick with it either mm. so so that's that's the balance there cool so I think yeah. that draws us to an end I don't know if anyone's got any more it questions does. before we let John sadly go. no questions but I didn't know day. anything about this yeah I probably knew 2% of what you said yeah and I mm. feel like even when you google it what you read isn't yeah. clear mm. it's yeah. precise yeah. well put together yeah, that's, so that's why he's here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that proves the point right so so with the current account switching service we saw TV adverts everyone knew about it etc yeah. we've not seen anything really in the mainstream about this mm. um, which I've assessed in one of two things one someone didn't think to do it which is mm. unreal or two because of how it's going or how many how much um how far along the developments come, etc. Mm. They thought actually, well, let's hold off until we've got something to shout about. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, you're very right. You know, and the stuff you see is very technical. Very, yeah. You know, so, mm. so I, I actually finished off my decision by saying, this is great and all, but I'm not sure how, how quick or how much take up there'll be. 
Yeah, I, I hear that. I hear that. Cool. So there you go, guys. Okay. Another so hot topic it. for you guys. Uh, with everything that's floating around around data and you know the stuff we preach, I think it's pretty relevant. So yeah, feel free definitely. to look into it. Yeah. We'll be putting various things in the show notes. Um, John will send stuff over. Yeah, sure. I've read some also, stuff this morning. If you have any questions, we're happy to forward it to John. For sure. For sure. Unless yeah, John no wants you to um, get it directly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can put my socials. I think. I think. Get yeah, make it sense. Get get at me directly if you would like. So, what uh, is your social then? Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> he's getting to it. He's You know that's what we're like. <laughs> I'm not gonna get onto Jay in public. Listen, <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's at the Almanac. So T H E A L M A N A C. Um, and like I said, any questions, I I, I can forward any documentation, any links, etc. Anything like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anything Thank else you, you. want to mention, talk about? Anything else you're doing? Yeah. The mic is yours. <laughs> oh, oh. Any projects? Yeah. yeah. Feel under pressure. Feel free to like a, like an open mic situation. Um, so at the moment, uh, I'm, I'm guessing another pod, if I'm free to mention that. I'll, I'll be talking on, uh, uh, Meet Us After Seven, which comes out on, which will come out by the time you guys hear yeah. this, actually, yeah. on the yeah. 22nd. Are you talking about the same thing? No, nah, no, nah, oh, okay. no. Nah. Wider, wider general <laughs> things. Like, cut that um, out. <laughs> I think when you, uh, when you listen to the pod, you know what I was talking about open banking. It's not really the kind of, the kind of, the kind of place to do it. And, um, and yeah, um, at the moment, I'm, uh, just started up, a, a sort of, uh, talent management business. So you'll see a few people Excellent. that we're working with. What kind of uh, talent? Um, mainly music. Okay. Uh, so shout out to DJ Scholar T at oh, Scholar whoop, whoop. T oh, if wicked. you uh, want to go and check him out and a few other people I can't talk about at the moment so, so yeah oh, okay. cool, as you can hear so John's got an MBA yes. from where by the way uh, from Cass Business School mm-hmm. um, <laughs> most of you wouldn't have heard of but, okay. uh, I but I there are <laughs> the people that have right yeah so I think Stelios went there exactly uh, Mr. EasyJet yeah. Yeah. which they shout about Every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep him around. Like the whole time he's doing his MBA, he'd send me stuff. So I kind of got one for free. So anyone well, that feels like you can't be academic and be in the arts, John is a perfect example. Mm, you can do both. <laughs> MBA slash He's graduation pictures on my so. IG, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Check Thanks out Thinking Jay's. Yeah, you welcome. Finally made it to his Instagram, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of money and do a lot of studying. but <laughs> I barely make it to my Instagram. <laughs> but, so. we, but we made it. We, we, we got there. No, thanks, um, guys. So, 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 yeah, I did that sort of part-time after work, etc. But. It's been useful, definitely, to me and Jay. For sh- no, for sure, <laughs> for sure. No, I, I'll, I'll attest to that any day. Um, so yeah, thank you once again f- for joining us. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. You can find me. You know, you probably already know my my uh, socials. Uh, think underscore King underscore J. Um, I am S A underscore X X on Instagram. Kalisha Miss underscore K underscore V A N G. I actually have a new Twitter. Do you want a drum roll? You could still find me at yours truly, Francis, but the at is actually my government name. It's so it's Francis A D D A I underscore. All in one word. Oh, you got an underscore now. Oh, you've got an underscore. Oh, you got an underscore. And you said you said about underscore. Okay, I had to. Right. It's funny when it comes to the social, the Twitter handles. You guys always have to think like it's not yours. I put it at the end, so it's very straightforward. Yeah, of course. First name, second name. It's still there. But you have an underscore though, right? I was. If you could just answer the question, sir. So, you know, I've been watching too much of those Congress things. You know when? Yeah, yeah, And I watched one with Fargo as well. They're dread. Wait, Zuckerberg's. Grillin was 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 hilarious. Yeah. Um. I, I, just a last note for me. I think, guys, what you're doing is great. Oh, thank, thank you. Um, thank you very much. You know, short and sharp, and giving a lot of people a lot of information. 
and people that don't know I'm connected to you guys and say, oh, have you heard that podcast? I said just so please carry on bringing on the topics. It's, it's very useful. Thank you. Oh, thank Much you. Appreciate yeah. it. Remember, um, socials, uh, Making Sense PC, IG and Twitter. Yep. Info at makingsensepodcast.com for your emails. Wow. Please send them through. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I remember this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and great. We'll see you again next week. Keep it coming. Um, bye. Any, anything else? Over and out. Peace Thanks for having me. Bye. Next week on Making Sense. We'll be having the team from Future of Ghana coming here. And what they, is Future of Ghana, Francis? Future of Ghana is a charity which was set up a few years ago by a group of people. I'm, I'm actually part of them. Oh. So oh, I do research oh, for oh, them. Oh. And we just, we just released a research paper. So we looked at remittances, financial and social remittances sent to Ghana. If you don't know what that is, it's just basically when auntie and uncle send money to where they come from. <laughs> That's remittance. But there's also social remittances mm. when, say, you go there for six weeks and you help out in the school or something. Mm. Or yeah, you teach yeah. the locals some skills they didn't have. So we did a big research piece on that. We looked at um, how much money gets sent to Ghana, how much social skills get sent. It's, it's, act- it's actually very significant. So as part of that, we've, we've written a paper for policy recommendation. So it's a big, um, big thing. And we'll be having Massive. two guests to come and talk us through that. Excellent. Cool. So make sure you tune in. Make sure you tune in next week. Not even if you're just from Ghana. I'm Jamaican and I'm tuning in. <laughs> Um, I'm not doing it. You ain't I'm got no choice. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, by the way, they they will talk about remittances in general as well. So okay. they, although it's focused on Ghana, they will highlight why they are important. Cool. You guys will fancy doing a spin-off, Future of Jamaica. Right. Uh, that would help me. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> ah, thank you. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Can we but do yeah. future Nigeria first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> anyway, yes, so that will be here next week for you guys. Make sure you tune in. Alright, bye. Okay, bye. bye.